0: Welcome to a Time Shifters Podcast, Time Hop episode. We discuss something that might not warrant a full episode, but we still wanted to share it with you.
1: and welcome to a time shifters podcast you're the time traveler time hop, our first time hop for the year. This is Christopher, and I'm here with Tom. Tom. How the heck are you? I am good
0: and excited for our little time hops.
1: You actually came up with the suggestion of doing some uh short films and such with our time hops, you know things that weren't wouldn't necessarily need an entire episode but still fit within the theme and I thought that was a a brilliant idea.
0: Add a little element uh, to the, uh, our year of the time
1: traveler. Yeah, exactly. And there's, there's a ton of them out there, which is, which is great. Uh, <laughs> you get, if you can dig them up, it takes a little digging sometimes. I also figured we can do these time hops maybe with, um, maybe with a, a television series that typically doesn't deal with time travel, but maybe had an episode that did. That's an interesting idea. Yeah, we, we could explore that. For this one, we looked at a couple short films. One was very short, so we can go ahead and throw that in along with the other one. And I guess we'll start with that one. This one was called Time Trap from 2013. This was from an Australian filmmaker and animator, Michael Shanks. Uh, Not the Michael Shanks that starred in Stargate. (laughs) I I had to double check and look that up. I saw that name like, really? No kidding? Oh, that's a different guy. Would have been nice. A space traveler crash lands on a dead future Earth. Needing parts to repair his ship's engines, he uses a time bubble device to rewind time to search for anything useful. A Fantastic Planet 2014 uh, Audience Award winner for Best Short. And at the California International Shorts Festival in 2014, it's the Best Foreign Short. And this wasn't actually, it was like, a, wait, eight minutes long. Yeah, it's eight minutes. And it was a little, um, little comedy. It was yes. definitely done with uh, some humor and it was it was a cute little short piece. I, I thought it was fun.
0: No I, I I absolutely adored this one and found myself legitimately laughing out out loud at how they pulled it off. I, I thought it interesting in, in the sense of we're we're going down that we're spending the year on time travel stuff. And there are so many ways to do it. And I really liked that the idea with this one was that he could create a pocket of time and dial it into whatever time period that he could watch what's happening, see what's going on, and then interact with it by simply passing through the bubble. I really liked
1: that. I thought that was cool. And it was a really great device too, to tell the story of what happened on this on this planet or on it's, on this it's, Earth. It's on Earth, yeah. Uh, because he uses it at one point, he is like a, a park bench or something, mm-hmm. or remains of a park bench, and he creates a bubble and he sort of rewinds this person's life. So we see him and what I think maybe would be his daughter kind of watching the apocalypse begin and it rewinds and then you see him with his, with his wife and it rewinds and you see him uh, with his wife and his baby girl and then it rewinds and it's, it's him and his, his wife um, where he's proposing, he's yeah, prepared. dating and then where he's proposing to her. Like that. There's like a little story just in just a few seconds, like in 30 seconds of this film. And that's like an entire story in in and of itself. No, well, I, I, really clever. I, I
0: And I liked how they were really kind of hitting on the emotion of that, that we're watching this family in reverse. And at the moment you're, you're having that heartfelt moment where, where he is proposing you, you, you've seen his life. <laughs> You'll, you know how this unfolds and, and he gets down on the one knee and, and, pops open the box with the ring and is going to propose. And that's when our little robot buddy pops through and steals the damn ring.
1: Yes, I loved it. It was this really sweet and poignant moment of like, oh, watching this life. And then it breaks it all with this little bit of a comedy bit. Just, oh, I need that. blink
0: Yeah, and, and he's gone. From their perspective, he's gone as quickly as he showed up. Yes
1: yeah that was a lot of fun yeah
0: no that that was amazing and then just the whole, the whole gags throughout because when 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 our robot buddy gets caught at trying to take something from a child no less yes <laughs> and, and, and when he's confronted and he backs out of the bubble and the guy's arm goes with it only <laughs> the guy is still planted in his own time so the arm, the arm goes through and instantly ages.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a, a, a dark yet funny uh, moment for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, because we get the aftermath on this side of the bubble, but you don't get to see what happened any other time.
1: The the whole piece was, was done really well. I, as I was saying, there was some animation, and I think from what I can gather, when he's going through what effectively was a park. Right. It's a man in a suit on like a green screen sort of thing. And then with the bubble and then there'd be animation and I don't know, was it live action people with, within the bubbles or were those was that animated? No, I, I think
0: those were live action people.
1: Yeah. But it was a mix of live action with an animated uh world. Yes. And it it just looked really great. I, I just I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, no.
0: Ton of fun. Yes. And it's eight minutes, folks. Go out there, watch this.
1: Yeah, there will be a link in the show notes to both of these because you can watch them on the uh the Dust uh YouTube channel as well as a few other places online. They are easily available. But I will link to the Dust because that's where uh, I watched them.
0: Dust is available as an app on most devices.
1: As well as, yes, on apps on most devices, and as I say, they are available just going to the YouTube, and you can find them.
0: In fact, if you're a shorts kind of fan, it's a great place to just disappear into all sorts of sci-fi and fantasy shorts.
1: Yeah, not to go too far down a rabbit trail, but they are also doing some um, full-length feature films as well. Oh, okay. That's new. I didn't know that. And i am blank. I wasn't expecting to talk about it this episode. Uh, I can't think of the name of the studio. Uh, they, there's a particular studio. I watched one of their films just recently called uh, Sea Fever. Okay. And it's, yeah, but that's a whole other story. Sure. Um, but, uh, but so uh, look that, that up. If you aren't familiar with Dust, definitely look them up. Let's talk about the other short film real quick here. Sure. This one was called Beautiful Dreamer from 2016. It was directed and co-written by David Gaddy, and it was based on a short story uh, called Memories of My Mother. A woman with a terminal disease signs on board a spacecraft that travels to and from Earth at near the speed of light so she can jump forward in her young daughter's life to watch her grow up. I thought this one was really interesting because it took the viewpoint. We were talking last episode on the time machine,
0: mm-hmm.
1: how we liked the fact that it acknowledged that time goes on for those left behind. Yes. You know, uh, uh, when the time traveler goes away, the rest of the world goes on. This whole story was effectively told from that perspective of our world. We don't see the time travelers timeline. Right. Right. You know, she's time traveling because she's traveling faster than the speed of light. So she really doesn't age or only ages months compared to seven years from our point of view here on Earth. That was really creative. Very interesting. Had not seen that done before. And as you and I started
0: this year of of the time traveler, uh, we talked about we wanted to get into the different ways that time travel was portrayed. I mean, our first film... It's essentially a dreamlike state where it happens. Um, then we get the time—the time machine, straight up a machine designed to do time. And I liked this one too. Uh, I mean, if we do time trap, that's a—it's a contained bubble that allows you to dial up time. This one, it's not so much a time travel as in it uses essentially the theory of relativity it is mm-hmm. it, it is time dilation not time yes. travel and but from the perspective of the mother it absolutely would seem like time travel from her perspective mere days months or or even only a year are passing when seven actually have gone by so that's a ne- that's a nice take on on that concept
1: and this film was uh, definitely one that kind of uh, pulls on some heartstrings. Mm-hmm. And this was, this was not a, a fun, um, was not done for humor. No. It was a real interesting exercise into kind of, you know, what would it be like for someone here on Earth, for someone to do that? In this case, it was, a, a, you know, a woman. She knows she's going to die in a couple years, but she wants to see her daughter grow up. And she's got her daughter is maybe, what, two or so when she leaves, two, three if, years old. If that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so she, she goes off. Um, we could see a space, the idea of a space elevator mm-hmm. very early on. For a very cool uh, scientific concept there. That was kind of neat to see. And when the first time she comes back, suddenly her daughter's 10 years old. Yep. And her daughter is excited to see her mother. And has created this collages of, of photos and stuff on the wall, and she imagined you know, all these memories that her mom missed. You know, she's she's got it on display so she could show her mom. She's so so happy and so proud of it all. I'm like, wow, okay, that's really great. And then she disappears for another seven years, and of course, what do you get? We get the angst seventeen year old teenager who is of course pissed off that her mother hasn't been here for seven years. Right. Like, oh this is great. I like the way they're telling this story. You truly feel for the mother, but it's like you, you understand how the daughter feels as well. Yeah, no, uh, th-
0: this is a, a unique situation where you do be because one, this is a short, it's what? 28 minutes long, 27. So it packs a lot in that half hour. It, it, it does. And since we're only looking at a brief window of time, when this woman comes back, they very effectively convey what has happened for both in that period of time. Uh, the mother, again, really doesn't have a whole concept of how long
1: it's actually been from her perspective. It's been very short. Um, But well, even if she does know exactly how long processing that in her own head is very difficult.
0: Yeah, no, 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 she can't conceive it. In fact, that's, what makes it it's hard to watch from an emotional aspect too, because she also know the mother only knows she's going to be there for only so long. Mm-hmm. So she knows she has to deal with the outcome of being gone from for seven years from her daughter's life. But then she wants to come back and enjoy that time and almost doesn't have time for the angst that <laughs> that is obviously there. So there is this tension that goes on immediately upon return. We got the happy one at the beginning, and it, it kind of settled in hard by the second and the third one. So e- even by the time she's okay with the fact that her mother is seven years apart each time.
1: Mm -hmm. So much has happened
0: in life. It's hard to catch her up all at once.
1: I think that nothing really highlights that more than when she's talking with her daughter, the 10 year old daughter. Mm -hmm. And a conversation comes up and the daughter, something about a guitar. Yeah. That she wants a guitar. And so seven years later, she shows up and her daughter's a teenager and she's brought her a guitar. It's been seven years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, in her head, it, she, it's hard for her to disassociate that, well, what she wanted when she was 10 isn't what she's going to want now. Right. The next jump, another seven years later, you know, she's a mid 20s, you know, single woman, and her and her mom go out partying. Yeah. And it's bizarre. You know, the daughter is not quite sure how to handle it. Um, the mom is trying to take it all in stride. The daughter, okay, sure, having fun. But it's there's a, a weird, odd uncomfortableness about the whole night.
0: I think what you're supposed to take away from that particular moment, too, is this is the point in which they are closest in age. So they're roughly the same age, so it's both odd and interesting at the same time. I, I imagine from both of their perspectives. And and it was that's what I want to get at with what this is. The cast had to keep changing for the girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they each one did such an effective job at being that stage in that particular woman's life as the daughter to this. Time traveling woman, and they were so good. Uh, like the mom was great throughout, but I mean, I think she had the easier part in all this. Each of them had to convey an entire lifetime to a woman that has no perspective of time, mm-hmm. and you could sense that in each new actress's portrayal of uh, of the daughter. Like like you're saying, this this mid twenties one. She's both having a good time and kind of squeamish. You could see it in the, the looks that she would shoot her mom like, "Yeah, we're having a good time, but that's my mom
1: right. <laughs> so it did such a good job and I liked at the very end mm-hmm. her daughter is now twice her age, three times her age. She comes back and you know her her daughter's an elderly woman. Mm-hmm. I think we probably actually maybe even skip a we, uh, a couple visits.
0: We skip the the one
1: where she's a parent. Yeah, no, I'm, I mean, in, in the context of oh, the film, oh, I think we yeah, might yeah. skip a couple. We we skip a few visits because we see her visiting her daughter, who's now an elderly woman, yes. like living in a retirement community or or a, you know, a assisted living facility mm-hmm. or something, and and so now the mother is having to deal with effectively looking at what will be the death of her daughter. Right. This
0: is end of life for her
1: daughter. Right. Which is something that she would not have had to experience if she did not take this journey. Right. Yeah. Very interesting. Although that, and that does lead up to a scene that I found a bit confusing because we actually see them both on board the spaceship traveling
0: Yeah, I didn't know what to take away from that.
1: Yeah, but the film ends with them both back on Earth, I thought. I wasn't sure really what was going on there. I don't know the actual intent. I'm going to give it
0: some credit, hopefully because the rest of the the film was so good, that I think at this stage, the two have opted to go through the last stages of their life together. So, oh,
1: that, so that makes sense. So I'm
0: thinking the elderly daughter now gets to experience what her mother has gone through for them both to return and then because her mother is dying of this terminal disease, they'll essentially leave the world together.
1: I like that. That makes that makes sense to me. That a very um a very touching uh coda to the film then if that is indeed what is happening
0: that that one almost begs that they be a little more blunt about it i mean we yes we we were certain of what was happening at the beginning (laughs) it'd be okay to circle back and let us know what's happening at the end
1: yeah that could have used just just a single line of dialogue or something just to hammer it home just to make sure we knew what the what the heck was going on
0: right but uh I wanted to touch real quick on the effects. Okay. Only because if you're going to tell this story and you're going to, you've already set this in a time when this is an even possible thing. So day one is already well enough into our future that we don't have this technology. So they right. already have to kind of set an environment. They've, I thought, and where I'm going with this is each seven years that went by where technology would continue to advance for the society around them. I thought they did such a good job at advancing things while still keeping it grounded in how we seem to advance anyways.
1: Yes, yes. It never became completely fancical, f- fanciful. Right. No, yeah. no,
0: no, no. Everything's still rooted in things that you can still put wrap your head around. That is a thing. It's just an advancement of things I already know.
1: Yeah, that's a very good point. I'm glad you brought that up, because that, that was something I noticed as well, is at no point does she come back and everyone's, you know, living in floating houses above the sea or, you know, uh, yeah. And
0: because we're telling this story, we're not telling any other story. It, th- th- this wasn't an opportunity to go half the world fell into the ocean or anything like that. We just focused on this small family unit and how this story would progress through time.
1: Yes. I mean, one, one stop that we, we make is yes. Yeah, the, the mom is now a you know middle age. She's got two young, two or three young kids. And she meets, they meet in a park. And, of course, it's just a park. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the future, but it's a park. And you see maybe, like, a little floating droid or something that passes by, yep. you know, in the background or something. But it's never highlighted, and it's still just a park with a, with a play area. And that's always going to be there. And it's not you know, floating play area or anything. It's not Elroy Jetson isn't flying around. (laughs) The dog's not on a treadmill off to the side. Exactly. No, it's just, it's just swing sets and jungle gyms and nothing, you know, and like, yeah, that's, that's the kind of stuff that's grounded. That's going to be there forever. It's never going to be, you know, future play set or anything.
0: Things that go into the future tend to get a little wacky sometimes. If all they do is live in that environment and establish that as the rule, that's fine. But since this was moving clearly over the span of 80, 90 years, they did it so well for for that. Especially the fact that this fit into less than a half hour.
1: Yes. yes. And we only talked about the relationship between the mother and the daughter, Mm -hmm. which was, of course, the core relationship. But there was the whole kind of relationship between uh, the woman and her husband, Mm who seemed to be okay with it, again, on that first visit. in the second visit, we really don't see him much. And the third visit, he won't even see her. Right. I was like, ooh, okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, what about those you leave behind? I mean, that's... Mm -hmm.
0: There's no reason that something like this couldn't disappear into an entire full length or even a series. Using this as kind of the way you tell the story, you could have a lot of fun with that.
1: I could definitely see this being sort of like a, um, oh, a little bit how uh, American Horror Story does it. Yeah. Where you tell different different stories from dis- diff- different points of views with different characters um, season to season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You could you could do something like that. In which
0: case, you could make
1: each se- season a point in time. Oh, I was just thinking, just different stories, oh. same circumstance, but different characters, different and different uh, environments.
0: Yeah, I-, I could see a version where you turn an entire season into each time the woman returned.
1: Yeah, make it a, a short series, little something streaming, only uh-huh. six episodes, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Also would uh, would work.
0: Some something where you could also film
1: it while the the woman doesn't age that much. <laughs> yes, <laughs> good point. Yeah, you gotta get that out of the way. But anyway, so go and check out uh, "Beautiful Dreamer" and "Time Trap." As I said, the the links will be in the show notes, and I hope you enjoy them. If you do like them, or if you don't like them, you know, let us know what you think about them. Uh, you know, send us an email, or come to the Facebook page, or follow any of the socials, and uh, and let us know. We appreciate it. That's going to do it for this time hop. We'll be back in about a week with a uh, episode on 1989's Millennium. So I hope you tune into that. Until then, we will talk to you later.